Hey guys, today I'm going to be talking about three things that you should not ignore when reading your Bible. And if you stay till the end, I have one more bonus tip for you. So make sure you watch till the end. The first thing that you should not ignore when reading your Bible is Bible translation. Now I want to preface with this. Any Bible translation that gets you actually reading the Bible is the one for you. With that said though, there are a couple things that we should be aware of when reading. The first thing you have to do is choose the right translation for the right situation. Now, there's all sorts of types of translations out there, but when I'm reading for my devotional time, meaning I'm reading for my own spiritual growth and daily reading, I'm going to read a different Bible than what I'm reading when I'm studying. There's two ends of the spectrum when choosing Bibles, and there's a ton of Bibles out there. So how do you know which one to choose? Well, there's one version that is word for word. And this simply means that when they were translating the Bible, they were translating it word by word. And uh, the more that it's on that spectrum, the more accurate will be according to uh, if this word means this, then they translate it directly over. Whereas in a thought for thought, what they're doing is they're taking phrases and they're translating the thought that was trying to be captivated in that phrase. So some of us, we might think, why in the world would I choose a thought for thought if there are translations out there that are word for word translation? Wouldn't that have less bias? Well, that's not necessarily the case. Let me explain why. One thing I know is that the grammatical structure of sentences in Spanish are different than that of English. For example, in Spanish, if I wanna say, what is your name? I would say, como se llama, which means, what do you call yourself? If it was directly translated word for word. Now, in English, that sounds a little bit funny. And even the meaning of what I'm saying here, the context in which I'm saying, can really kind of be unclear if I was in the right setting. And this is how it is with translations from Hebrew to English or Greek to English or whatever language it's being translated in. Just because it's being translated word for word doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting the most accurate meaning that was being conveyed by the biblical author. Personally, when I like to do study, I like to have a translation that's a little bit more word for word. But in my everyday reading, um, I might choose a thought for thought, more like the NLT version. It's just easy to read. It's easy English to understand. It's taking the main concepts that are being translated and putting it in a form easier to, to absorb in the moment. So for devotional readings, I would choose that. Whereas when I'm studying, I like to look at the NET version, which is the new English translation. And if you haven't heard it, you can go ahead and watch one of my other videos where I talk about this version because it's one of my favorites to study with. There's another step that we have to look at, and that is surrounding context. Now, what do I mean by surrounding context? Oftentimes when you read something in the Bible, you're going to find many times that there's something that just doesn't make sense to you. You're like, what is, what is being said here in this, in this statement? What is being said in this verse? And you're reading it. And if you just look at the verse by itself, there can be a lot of things that you can misinterpret simply because you don't know the context in which it was said. If you're trying to find the meaning of scripture, it's important to understand this truth that context determines meaning. If you want to know the meaning of a scripture, 
you have to know the context in which it was written. The best way to do that is through surrounding context. One of the easiest things you can do to be able to be a better student of the word without having to go to Bible school or to um, have all this um, outside biblical knowledge is just to read what is before the chapter and what is after the chapter. The further that we go out from this bubble, let's say I'm reading in the book of Luke and I'm reading Luke chapter 2 and there's something I don't understand there, then I'm going to read the beginning of the chapter and I'm going to read the end of the chapter. And if I still can't find the meaning that I'm looking for, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to look within the chapter surrounding. And if I still don't find it, then I kind of inch my way out for understanding. Oftentimes people will come up with the craziest theologies simply because they're not following this rule. Now you may have heard of this funny story, but it explains the point well. A young gentleman, he was hearing his pastor saying, open up your Bible and just let the Lord lead you to the scripture you need to read. And when he did so, he opened up his Bible and he came across the scripture that said, Judas went and hanged himself. So he closes his Bible and then he flips through to another page. He lands in the scripture that Jesus says, go and do likewise. Now he's getting worried. So he flips again. And when he puts his finger down on the scripture, it says, whatever you do, thou must do quickly. This is kind of a silly illustration, but it gets the point across. You can't just take verse and verse and verse. And just because they seem like they have some sort of connecting point, that automatically their context is the same. This is a surefire way to make sure that you don't take scripture out of context. The third thing that you should not forget or ignore when you're reading your Bible is the power of observation. Now, many people make the mistake of just reading their scripture one time through and then trying to jump to an interpretation. This can get you in so much trouble because you can miss so many details. And oftentimes people are like, well, I don't want to take the time to really just like go through my Bible and read it over and over again. Would I have to do that every time I read passages? Not necessarily. However, if you want to be a more studious person in the word, it's important that you don't forget about the power of observation. Many of us, when we first get saved, we listen to podcast after podcast, YouTube preacher after YouTube preacher, and we hear all sorts of commentary on passages of scripture that then now form the way that we view that particular part of the Bible. And while this can be good, the problem with this is that when you're reading the Bible, if all you hear is other people's commentary, rather than asking the Lord, what is the Bible saying to me, wanting me to apply in my own life, you can easily just really miss out on some of the depth that scripture really has for you. When you read your Bible, read that passage, then read it again, and then again, and then a fourth time, and then a fifth time. Read it a good 10 times through. You would be surprised how many things that you will see that you didn't see before. And it will allow you to just go deeper in the word, to be able to pull things out of scripture that maybe you wouldn't have seen before because you just skimmed through it so quickly. And now it's time for my bonus tip for you today. And that bonus tip is listen to the Holy Spirit. I want to talk about this for a moment because sometimes our understanding of how this actually looks practically is so different for so many people. We have to set the parameters properly 
in order to be able to do this without just coming up with our own bias to make sure that we're truly hearing from the Lord when we say these things. And I'm a pastor of many youth. And the problem that I see oftentimes happen is I read this passage and the Lord told me this, 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 and this. And their ideas, they almost sound good. They almost sound biblical, but really they just took things out of context. And they're saying that it's this, this is the revelation that the Lord has given them. And many struggle with having the right parameters to keep them from heretical interpretations of scripture. So if you want to know more about that, go ahead now and click on my next video. And we're going to talk about God's inspired word and get a more in-depth understanding of that.